Greg. Hi, Trinity. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thank you. You know, let me just start off by saying typically I don't like to interview like uber overachievers. You know, I mean, I thought I was one myself, but reading your uh, like bio, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so congratulations. Thank you. I was like, you know what? This is going to take some sheer confidence. I was like 14 and in college, I was like, I didn't want to go when I was supposed to go. I was like kicking and screaming and you just run there. I was just like, you know what? That's so good. We need more people like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't need Thank that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So we're gonna, I'm just going to jump right in. Uh, how would you introduce yourself to people who are unaware of you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I would definitely introduce myself as someone who is not afraid to do the unthinkable, someone who is not afraid to break boundaries, and a fun, loving, only child, <laughs> um, and uh, someone who's socially aware and definitely all about changing some of the problems that are surrounding us today. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. Okay. Uh, the second question. Uh, you like I kind of just touched on you made history being the youngest ad admitted to Emerson College which is a historical black college so congratulations on that and you're 14 which again it's like some Doogie Hauser kind of stuff but again congratulations was this your intention to make this accomplishment like what was the road that you took in essence because as I said people like kids at 14 it's um your what eighth eighth grade going into ninth grade you're still trying to figure yourself out high school as god knows it was absolutely horrific i think everyone has a high school story god like i if i ever go back there i was possessed by an alien like i will refuse to go back and i went to a prep like mine was a k through 12 so i knew all the kids from kindergarten i still refuse to ever go back so what was your process to go straight to college i don't blame you though to be honest like i'd skip high school if i could too but was that your intention? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, graduating three years early and then going to college was definitely not my intention, but it also wasn't something that I was uh, afraid to do. Okay. So last year, uh, last fall, I was, I think I was considered in 10th grade. I was in 10th grade. 10th oh grade, sort of finishing up my 9th grade year, mm -hmm. um, sort of doing it around the same time. And around November, my school counselor told me that I was going to have enough credits to not only graduate, but they weren't going to be able to keep me in school anymore <laughs> because that's how over the credits I was going to be if I stayed anymore um, oh. because of my college classes since I'm going to be graduating with 29 college credits, taking them to Emerson as well. Oh, that's So amazing. it was not in my playbook or anything like that, but it was sort of the next step, the only step that was left for me to do uh, <laughs> after high school. Um, but I, it's something that is, is right for me. It's right for me to do it now. Um, and I think something that was really helpful for me was I was able to sort of find a hidden gem um, in the COVID quarantine because I would not have been able to take as many college classes over the summer mm -hmm. or you know, buckle down on my schoolwork as hard as I as hard as I did if it weren't for the lockdown because usually it would be so busy that I wouldn't be able to. Exactly. So I'm very grateful that I was able to sort of maximize the time um, that I was given. But no, definitely <laughs> not not on my forefront. 
<laughs> and so you took a lot of um, AP courses. Now, did you have to take your AP test? Is that how? Because like I know when I back in the day, I feel like I'm old, but I'm not that old. But we had to score a three or higher on the AP test to maybe get it rolled over into college. Did you have to take your AP test too? So I did not take AP classes. Okay. Instead, I took college classes at a local community college. Oh, brilliant. Um, so I took my high school classes and about three, two to three classes at a local community college each semester. So with that, the college classes, depending on each class, it actually qualifies as a college credit and a high school credit. So that's why it sort of accelerated my experience in high school faster than an AP would. So I didn't take any APs um, because it it wasn't going to be extremely beneficial for me. Um, So college was a bit better for me because I got a chance to start experiencing how college online would be and how all of that works while having a higher level of learning as well. Oh my gosh, I really wish that you were around again. Like I said, I could have skipped that whole experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> APs, I kid you not, were not fun. Um, again, so you're a motivational speaker and an activist and you kind of touched on, you want you you hope to, I mean, just talking to you for this amount of time, I can already tell you're like amazing um and you're an activist for positive body image amongst teens what was the callus that drove you to a to address um to address this um i would definitely say my own personal experience it sort of hit me right after i wrote my first book hold and blessed um which was sort of the culmination after i sort of had my own little experience with having low self-esteem and not a positive body image i realized that okay (laughs) having a positive body image is so necessary and it's so needed especially in a world where people are often compared to people on social media and Mm -hmm. models and people on commercials and things like that but no one really knows what their mental health is after the fact so for me i realized that no one was no one in the public eye was saying anything about how they maintain their body image and having high self-esteem when I was experiencing that. So I decided to speak up and become a voice for positive body image and high self-esteem because if no one is speaking speaking about how they were able to make it, make it through it, then no one else is going to be able to make it through it successfully, um, you know, with everything attacked. So that's sort of what really drove me to that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I feel like we could be friends. I mean, it might be weird since you're under age, but I really, you're so cool and mature. <laughs> like, Thank you. I appreciate that. I do. Um, would you say, what would you say is the largest, um, like, influence, like, influencing factor regarding uh, body image in teens? And um, what can we do to start making a positive change in this area? Like, I know it's like you can never fit in perfectly. Like I said, if you're too big, there's an issue. If you're too small, then you're sickly. I mean, it's like you can never make anybody happy. And it does affect, um, regardless of what anyone says, I think it does affect how you see yourself. The world can tell you you're the most beautiful person in the world. You're so this, you're so that. But if you look in the mirror and for whatever reason, we always remember like the negative comments or like the negative it just hold it just stays with us longer so i get like so what's the what do you think is the largest influence influencing factor that's just my belief i just think it's always easier to believe the negative regardless of the thousand positive um but what do you, what are your thoughts on that 
Yeah, I think the largest factor would definitely have to be social media. Um, because social media, it just has so many... <gasps> what happened? Oh, I think I lost the call. We lost the call. They'll call back, won't they? I... I... Do you have battery? Yeah, I'm perfect. Her phone was kind of going out. Yeah, but it was her cell phone. Oh my god, that girl's like so mature. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. Like I said, I'd be friends with you. I know, and then you said you're under it. Yeah, it's like, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't need some 30 year old hanging out with some 14 year old. Oh my god. Are they calling you? No, I'm calling them. Hello. Hello. He, I don't know what happened. Yeah, it dropped. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have to go back on. Okay, perfect. Trinity? Yes. Okay, perfect. So um, we'll start with the question about what do you think is the largest influencing factor for negative body image? Mm -hmm. And yeah. yes. So for me, I think the biggest factor would definitely be social media mm -hmm. because with social media, people people highlight the best parts of their lives and they don't showcase anything really that goes into, you know, maintaining how they look or how they feel, especially with editing nowadays. It's so easy to just pick up an app and just edit yourself to be the way that you are. Um, the way that you want to be, rather, instead of just loving yourself just the way that you are. And I think that's really the solution, finding ways to encourage people to love themselves just the way that they are. Because each year, there's always a new trend. There's always a new way that you should look. And there's always someone new that you should try to look like versus just, you know, enjoying the way that you are and the way that you look. So the more people that sort of adapt to this way of thinking and the more people that encourage it and talk about it, the easier it'll be perfect and then it kind of leads me um to my next question it touches on um you going to university at emerson um how do you how do you deal with peer pressure because peer pressure doesn't go away i mean i think it's almost exasperated um when you're a young adult and you're finding yourself and all that stuff and you're, you, like that whole thing uh you're learning about what you like what you don't like and college is such a I think it's such a it's a privilege because it's such a safe haven for people to study different things, learn different things, the group that they want to be a part of, whether it's a sorority, if it's an athlete, if it's just being in the library. So how do you plan on taking kind of like your advocacy and all of that stuff and applying it to school and your classmates for peer pressure? Yeah, so for me, I think peer pressure is definitely something that um, it's sort of come up before, and I, I think the easiest way that I have handled it is to remind myself of my values and remind myself of the things that I am not willing to compromise on and to remind myself that if anyone is around me that wants to change me or change anything that I do or even try to push me against something that is either against my will or against my morals or my values, then that person clearly does not need to be around me anymore or be in my life. So that's definitely how I plan and have been sort of tackling peer pressure. It's all about just remembering who you are and staying true to the things that make you unique. Because if everywhere you go, you keep 
continuing to change yourself to fit in with the popular crowd at the end of the day you know you'll never be truly you you'll just be a carbon copy of someone else oh my god that's profound okay next question you're just like i'm just like so just blown away by you i mean i know i keep saying that but oh my gosh you're so articulate oh my goodness it's amazing um not it's not amazing that you're articulate it's amazing that like at your age like you're just super laser beam like i love that um so okay now i'm gonna list pretty much everything that you are you're a speaker singer author actress philanthropist college student what drives you every day because like for me i probably would have stopped at like the third thing i said and get some sleep so (laughs) what drives you every day i think what drives me every day would be a combination of my dreams and what i know i can be and what i know i can do so for me when i'm doing anything out of the things that you listed whether (laughs) you know i'm acting and i know that i can do something better or i know i can try it a different way i'll do it or i have these big dreams of whether it's dreaming of going to college or dreaming of writing my own book you know just those constant and you know evolving dreams of mine continue to drive me every day you know to do the things that i need to do to reach those goals perfect um okay now we're gonna switch gears for like a second tell us about being a global ambassador for uh read read across africa and how did you get involved um as a global ambassador for this cause yes so read across africa is definitely one of my favorite causes that i am a part of because i love literature i love reading and i also think that reading is very very important so being the global ambassador for read across africa i'm mainly the spearhead and the speaker um of all things read across africa and what we do mainly is we try to make sure that everyone in africa right now or starting in kenya make sure that they have access to books and access to proper school books and even owning their own books so about two years ago i actually went to kenya and i visited the first library in the area of Kasimu. It was the very first library that was ever there. And some kids were actually able to own their very first book just because of the library, which was something that's amazing. And I I became involved with Read Across Africa in sort of a funny way. I was at a conference with the founder and I was telling her, I was like, I really want to come to Africa. I want to come with you and I love books too. And we have to figure out a way how to do something. And they sort of actually created the role of performing to be able to be a part of Read Across Africa because literature is something that I'm wildly passionate about because with books, you're really able to imagine yourself outside of where you are. So whether that's imagining yourself in a different career or in a different country or anything like that, it really allows the readers to push themselves out of whatever social constraints that they're in and just take them somewhere else. Perfect. Um, What advice would you give to a young individual that's, say, like, let's just say 10 years old, uh, and they're just not motivated in their life or they have, like, a lack of direction? Uh, What would you, uh, for their life goals, what would you say to them? I would definitely say figure out what drives you and figure out what excites you because the things that excite you, it's going to be the things that are going to be either be your career or be important in your career or things that you just want to do for fun. <laughs> so 
for me, I enjoy politics. It excites me so much. And I'm a political communications major. So everything that excites you, it's, it's important, whether that's playing sports or cooking, you can go and be a chef. So I think for me, especially at such a young age, it would be so important to just look around you and take note of the things that make you the most excited and the things that, you know, really drive you and just take it from there. Perfect. Uh, What is the next thing on your to-do list? Yes, the next thing on my to-do list today is to pick my classes for Emerson. (laughs) Yay! But the next thing on my to-do list, currently I'm pitching some projects of my own to be able to get those in motion, some shows and some movies. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Look at, I am so excited. Oh my, and again, like I said, like in a non-creepy way, like I would be on, I'd do a, is it Google Alert? I feel so old, but Google Alert. I would definitely set that for whatever. Sounds really cool. (laughs) Um. Okay, well, and I'm, I am aware, thanks to Sydney, uh, that Mixed Dish, uh, unfortunately, did get canceled. Um, but what was the highlight of you playing Tamika on the show? I think the highlight of playing Tamika would definitely be, I think it was later in season one when Tamika and Rainbow became friends. Um, I think that was so cool and so sweet because I love to see a really good character evolution. Um, so to see Tamika go from being someone who was harsh and sort of not accepting um, to just sort of have her morph into a leader um, and sort of leading Rainbow through life was something that was really, really amazing for me. Yay. Okay. And then the last, and I say the most fun question, how do you relax? Like, how do you unwind and have fun? Yes, so I relax by so many different things. I love coloring, I love doing word puzzles, um, painting, reading a good book, of course. Um, I always- oh my god, why does this call keep dropping? Oh my god, I don't know why it keeps dropping. Your call has been Oh, why does it keep dropping? What the hell? It's never happened before. I don't understand. Dude, hey, I need to try calling from a different phone. So okay, 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 bye. It could be her cell phone. I was so close. <laughs> what time is the next one? 12.45. Okay, okay. Yeah. She is so cool. She's amazing. She's amazing. Hello? Hi. Okay, okay. thank you. Let me, let's grab her one Okay. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Okay, you guys are both on. Sorry, we're oh. using a different phone. Now. Oh, no, no worries. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it's just because they just don't want us to stop talking, Tranny. That's why. I I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. So, what I got for the unwind and relax, I was at reading, of course, and then um, it disconnected. So, I had word puzzles, uh, painting, reading. So, you can continue. <laughs> yes, I also love doing my makeup going on walks so all the artsy things i love trying and i love doing so that's what you'll usually catch me doing at about seven o'clock 
Okay, that is awesome. And then that concludes our interview. Uh, do you have any questions for me I can answer before I let you go? Uh, I think that was it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And then we always send Cindy uh, and Shannon the link uh, uh, when we go live and we will post it on our social media and we'll tag you. And like I always say, knock on wood, we have yet to have any issues um, <laughs> with uh, uh, Shannon uh, or Cindy's guys loving the interview. So I'm going to knock on wood and hope that continues. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you enjoy it when it comes out. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs>